I'm at Old Sarum, which has been temporarily recreated into Battle of the Somme, and standing in the middle of a recreation of a British First World War trench. This is Lemberg Trench. We took this from the Germans three days ago, and I think they probably want it back. The Germans are under orders, but they're to recover ground lost at all costs. If they get into the trench, then we can bomb them round the firebase and chase them back out. But our best piece of defensive equipment is the Vickers machine gun, the grand old lady of no man's land. For this, a good rate of 600 rounds a minute. And with the full belt of ammunition, if they try and rush the trench, then we'll give them the full nine yards. I've got some movement here. Four o'clock, 30 yards. I'm now with an officer with a steel-tipped cane who looks like he's had quite a good war. Sir, can you tell me something about your war? I'm Neil Fraser Teitler. I'm a Royal Field Artillery Officer. And I must say that it was good to have come along when one was young enough and strong enough to thoroughly take part in the war. I'd say that I was, uh, had a job to do and I believe that I did it successfully. And when the shells were going around, when there was a lot of gunfire, when... Oh, yeah, well, it, was, it was really wonderfully interesting. You know, it really is wonderfully interesting how one gets to know when a shell is flying 100 yards harmlessly over what's coming right at you. Darkness now has fallen on Old Sarum, which has been, for the purposes of this English heritage recreation, transformed into a mini part of the Somme. And in amongst the ruins is one particular part designated a reclaimed German trench. Inside you can just hear the voices of four Tommies, four British soldiers, all still in period uniform, about to be joined by one further recruit, also in a very itchy woolen uniform, tunic and trousers, putties wrongly tied, Private Topham, the Guardian Unlimited Brigade, joining five men from the 1st Wiltshire Regiment. Now, the picture today, it's quite sunny outside, it's quite dry. Is that how the sun would have been? Yes, it's a common fallacy that it was raining the entire war. <laughs> in actual fact, at this point in time, it, it, we'd had temperatures in the high 70s, early 80s for the last month. And it, it was the heat that was the problem, not, not the wet or the rain. Weather did actually break during the Battle of the Somme um, next week, in fact, um, in the timeline. But it was never as bad as Passchendaele. And so to put that in perspective, out of the number of men here in this trench tonight, five of us, including me, how many people would likely return as casualties? You'd probably be looking at maybe half. Half would be casualties. You're gone because you're a new But it would be a toss-up as to whether our casualties would, one of our casualties would be a fatality. Um, for, for every fatality, there were usually uh, three or four wounded. It's morning now in the trench, absolutely freezing. Luckily, Dave is boiling up a few cups of tea in the authentic-looking metal mugs. It's mainly be a reconstruction, but the volunteers from the Great War Society are sleeping in this trench every night. I can now vouch for having a pretty cold and uncomfortable time. We're expecting several thousand more visitors here, just outside Salisbury at Old Sarum over the next week, culminating in a dogfight in genuine period airplanes on the Sunday and Monday of the bank holiday.
the, the trench this morning is flooded. That's a hose pipe overnight. Not the weather, thankfully, but um, for anybody who does want a taste of the First World War, I'm sure they'd be more than welcome to come and stay the night. But uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs>